Welcome to Conversations to Inspire, a podcast dedicated to discussions encompassing social, political, and cultural issues, among other topics. The aim of this show is to inspire people like you into creating real, positive, and lasting change by way of conversations with experts in these fields. I am your host, Jeanette Padilla-Vega. Hi everyone and welcome back to the podcast. Today I am sitting with my friend Nelly, who like me is also a vegan mom and is also raising her kids vegan. So today we're gonna to talk to her about all things raising vegan kids, what that's like, what her partner thinks about that, or I should say her husband rather, and what the uh, her kids' school experiences have been like following a vegan diet. So I'm gonna hand it over to Nelly so she can tell us a little bit about herself and we'll take it from there. Hi, Nellie. Hi. How are you doing today? I'm good. How are you? Good. It's weird trying whenever I, I guest comes on and I'm like, hey, how are you doing? Because we've been chatting already for like yeah. 10 minutes. <laughs> um, so yeah, tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, um, my name's Nellie. I'm a stay-at-home mom. I have two girls. My oldest, uh, her name's Sophia. She's gonna, she's gonna be turning nine at the end of the month but she's my little helper. She's super sweet. She has the biggest heart. And then I have my youngest, who's Mila. She's three and she's my hyper child. She's a little fireball and she loves making people laugh. She's such a goofy girl. Um, yeah, so I have my two girls and I'm raising them vegan. So tell us a little bit about your personal background. Like, wh where where were you born? How did you end up in Las Vegas? So I grew up in Northern California in this mm -hmm. small little town. Mm -hmm. um, and then I moved to Las Vegas when I was 16. Uh, after high school, I knew I wanted to go into like the beauty industry because my parents were both cosmetologists. Mm -hmm. So I, I knew I didn't want to do hair, but I instead I went into the whole um, skincare mm -hmm. um, industry. And I've been a, a medical esthetician now for 12 years. And what we both have in common is that we're raising our kids vegan. So you guys might always, if you follow me on social media, you'll see that I'm always tagging Nellie as the health conscious mama on Instagram. She's in all my stories basically. Um, and we met at a play date. I had organized a play date and um, I wasn't expecting to find another vegan mom. But when we met, she had snacks and I, you know, um, I kind of, I feel like I kind of shouted to you. I said, wait, before you give this to my child, are they vegan? And you just casually said, yeah. And I was just like shocked. And I was like, wait, you're vegan? Yeah. Like, we're no like, way. Yeah. <laughs> it was so, it was so funny. That doesn't happen very often. So once we found out that we were both vegan, we became like really good friends because we, you know, it's hard finding other vegan parents, like people that just understand kind of like how you're raising your kids and your ethics and you know, your morals. So um, you have two little girls and when did you decide to raise them vegan? I mean, we've been vegan now for three years, mm -hmm. but I first attempted to go vegan uh, in 2013. Mm -hmm. So I I think I was watching like some documentaries. I think it was Veducated mm -hmm. and um, the juicing one, the fat, sick, and nearly dead, I believe. Yeah. That's the name mm -hmm. of it. Um, so I had seen that and I was like, okay, like I'm going to try it. I'm going to see how it goes. Mm -hmm. And I mean, 
I didn't do so well because I, I think I only lasted about a week. Mm -hmm. um, but my interest and curiosity started back then. Back then, yeah. And how old were your girls then? Uh, I think Sophia was like three. Yeah. Did you also, were you just trying it out for yourself or was it something that like, your husband was also into? Um, no, I just wanted to try it out for myself because, I mean, as a child, I, I always questioned everything, mm -hmm. like what I was eating. Mm -hmm. um, I would ask my parents, like, what is this meat? Like, what kind of animal is this meat? Mm -hmm. You know, and they would be like, oh, it's steak. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, what's steak? Yeah. You like, what, what kind of animal is steak? Yeah. Um, and they'd be like, just eat it, you know, like, just... Don't worry, just eat it. That's an interesting thing that you bring up because I feel like um, I've heard that a lot from other adults, that they were that way as children as well. Mm -hmm. My mom was definitely like that because she grew up around animals. So she always asked, what are we eating? Mm -hmm. And any um, like animal meats she would stay away from because she would pet those same animals that, on their farm, you know? And she would always be um, a little hesitant, or not a little, she'd be very hesitant to eat anything that came from the animals because she saw them as her friends. Mm -hmm. I feel like that's something that we all kind of grow up with mm -hmm. you know yeah so it's um it's not it's more common than people think um to ask those kinds of questions as a child and i think we just like forget do you see your children now asking those type of questions well they know we eat vegan food yes so they don't really um i mean they don't question if we're eating animals because they know mm -hmm. we're we're vegan mm -hmm. you know we don't <laughs> eat animals mm -hmm. um so no they don't really question it they're not really that picky mm -hmm. sophia used to be a lot pickier when she was um younger mm -hmm. um but now that we're vegan i feel like they really don't question they they know what everything is so yeah. going back to the beginning in 2013 when you were when you had first become interested in trying out a vegan diet you weren't thinking about making your you know your child at that time vegan right no you were just kind of testing the waters yeah okay so then um when did you decide okay this is really a lifestyle that we want to you know implement mm -hmm. um or a diet that we want to to try out is that how did that decision come about well, in 2016, um, unfortunately, my mom got diagnosed with cancer mm -hmm. and I just started doing so much research on, you know, what might have caused her cancer or, you know, just the foods that we were eating, mm -hmm. just questioning everything at yeah. that point. So in my research, uh, a lot of the articles that I was reading was um, about meat and how meat causes, you know, different diseases. So I just got really heavily into just the research and I just decided like the best thing to do was just switch my mom over to a, to a vegan diet. That's what we did for a couple months. Mm -hmm. um, I wanted to improve the quality of her life mm -hmm. uh, the, the best that I could have. So that's the moment then that you decided to switch to a vegan diet. Mm -hmm. Did you decide that just for yourself and your mother or who were you including? Well, at first it was just my mom. Mm -hmm. Like I just wanted to like focus on her, mm -hmm. but I just, I was um, realizing that I wasn't really craving the meat either. Okay. Like it just, it didn't really appeal to me anymore. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I started eliminating meat, like red meat, actually like a couple, months before that i wasn't really eating that much meat anymore mm -hmm. um and not it wasn't really like intentionally mm -hmm. so then later i started eliminating um chicken and i think the last to go was seafood mm -hmm. i was just not really craving it anymore i would i didn't it didn't appeal to me anymore so then when did the decision to um put your girls on a plant-based diet um, come about 
Um, I would say after watching the documentary Earthlings, mm -hmm. that's when it really just clicked. I made the connection. Um, I don't know if you've ever seen Earthlings, but it's it exposes you know the the meat industry and the dairy industry and how horrible it is. It's very intense, very explicit when it comes to the animals. Yeah. So so I I just remember crying and I just didn't want anything to do with that industry anymore. Yeah, most people that I've talked to that have seen the film also said they cried because it's such, it's so shocking. Yeah. It causes a very visceral reaction in people. So 2016, um, when your mother was diagnosed with cancer and you switched her to a plant-based diet, how long after that did you end up going vegan and, and along with your kids? Um, so we, we went vegan uh, September towards the end of September of 2016. Okay. Um, but I think I, I mean, for my kids, I slowly, mainly Sophia, because, um, you know, I had to transition her. Mm -hmm. Mila, she was about six months. Okay. So it wasn't really transitioning her because she's never, she's never had meat at all. Mm -hmm. She, she had dairy, but, um, I believe maybe like three months later, like we just cut dairy completely, mm -hmm. like dairy formula. Okay. And then Sophia, you said you had to um, kind of transition, transition her. her yeah. I want to talk specifically about that because a lot of parents are, you know, they have kids already that are older, are mm -hmm. in school, and they need to transition them and they just don't know where to begin. Mm -hmm. At that time, when you decided to make that change, how old was she? She was six. She was six. Was mm -hmm. she already in school at that point yes. or in daycare? Yeah, she was a first grader. She was a first mm -hmm. grader. Okay. And she had already been, you know, eating like a traditional American diet. Yeah. Okay. Standard American diet. Standard mm -hmm. American diet. Okay. Um, what did your husband think about this decision? Was he totally on board? Was he hesitant? Like, what was that conversation like? Or was there a conversation with him? Yeah, there was a conversation. Um, I honestly, I just did it on my own for. I think two weeks mm -hmm. and then I was like hey I'm trying this out I'm just gonna try it for a month and see how I feel mm -hmm. I'm not really thinking of head you know I'm just focusing on now like mm -hmm. you know how well I can do on this yeah because I didn't want to go in and just fail at it so I was just taking it step by step mm -hmm. you know um, but after I, I think it was two weeks I brought it up to him and I'm like hey you should try this with me try it for a month see how you feel and if you don't like it you can go back to eating whatever regular foods you like eating you know mm -hmm. so at that point it was just you and the girls and then yeah you decided to tell your husband like this is what we've been doing come join us yeah I mean we were I think I was still kind of feeding whatever was left in the fridge you know mm -hmm. the, for the girls but yeah. um, I just didn't want to eat that anymore I was pretty much feeding them what I was eating so did he, when you had that conversation with him about, hey, we've been doing this for two weeks, why don't you come try it with us? Um, was there, do you recall like a specific time or a specific moment where he asked like, so are the girls gonna be vegan now? <laughs> or, you know, was there a specific um, moment like that? Or was he just kind of like, you do whatever you think is- Yeah, he was always on board with everything. Mm -hmm. Like he's been 100% supportive mm -hmm. since day one. Um, I'm, I, I think that he, you know, as a mom, you know, us moms try to do the best that we can and it's always with good intentions. So mm -hmm. I don't think he really worried about them being deficient in anything, you okay. know, as long as I was feeding them well. So he, he wasn't like freaking he wasn't out worried. Saying, no. where are they getting their protein and where is, where No, is okay. he wasn't worried about that because okay. we were just thinking about like this month, you know, okay. 
not thinking that ahead. Right, okay. So then um, when he kind of realized that this was gonna be like a long-term thing, or when did you realize it was gonna be a long-term thing for you and the girls? Um, I think after three months, because okay. I didn't tell anybody that, like any like friends or family until about three months. Was that a conscious decision? Yeah, yeah. I just didn't wanna fail. Mm -hmm. I was afraid of failing at, at this because I really wanted to change my eating habits. Yeah, And I felt like it was, a good time you know the three months I felt pretty confident mm -hmm. um, in this new way of eating mm -hmm. um, yeah so I was pretty passionate about it I think around three months in after those three months did you um, did you share with your husband that this was gonna be a permanent change we never really talked about it it mm -hmm. just it just kind of happened okay yeah okay that's one way to go mm -hmm. about it <laughs> so um, at this point then it's three months in um, was your husband also, did he go vegan and was he sticking with it? So, I, I believe a, a month in, he eliminated, he was pretty strict with it. Mm -hmm. um, but I think he deployed maybe a couple months after. Mm -hmm. um, he deployed to like the Dominican Republic and there was no vegan options at all. So, mm -hmm. he had to like go back to eating, you know. Okay. So, yeah, I was like, you do what you gotta do, you know. Okay. So there was never any like objection, like my no. kids are not going to be vegan or anything like that. He no. was just like, mom knows best, I trust you. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. A lot of parents, you know, there's, it, this can be a really big divide for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm glad that you didn't have that situation with him where he was, he yeah, was totally pretty trusting. lucky that, you know, he's very, he was very open-minded about it. Yeah. And he's actually not vegan but he d he doesn't eat meat but he still has dairy once in a while yeah and, and he's mostly plant-based yeah right? mm -hmm. yeah okay so i'm pretty lucky and grateful for for that because yeah. he's very open to it i get a lot of um i get a lot of questions from people asking how they can talk to their you know um partners about switching the kids over to a plant-based diet because mm -hmm. usually it's the mom that messages me and asks me how can I you know make this change I have three kids mm -hmm. my husband I don't know if he'll be on board and they're just like scared to have that conversation so do you have any tips for that right now before we move on so I think the tip that I would um, give other parents or or moms would be just educate yourself do research and then bring it up you know to your to your partner mm -hmm. um, you know, be prepared with that knowledge. If they have any questions, you're you're ready to just answer them. Right, because um, for you specifically, I went vegan first for ethical reasons, but you went vegan first for health for reasons health. because the yeah. data was telling you mm -hmm. that that was the optimal diet. Yeah, is that correct? Yeah. So I think any parent would want to you know have their child follow the optimal diet for health and longevity and you know just having a, a good healthy life so i think if parents bring that up you know to their partners you know who couldn't really object to that if you show them right. the data and the data says you know this is the best diet we right. all want to give our kids the absolute best chance at life possible so it's a little hard to argue with that right so I want to ask you about your family because both of us come from Latin families, which can be very opinionated. <laughs> how did um, your decision to follow a vegan diet for yourself and your kids, how did that um, go over with them? Were there like any, was there any friction between you and your family? Did you receive any comments about that? So I've been very lucky with supportive family members. Um, I think mainly 
they just showed concern mm -hmm. for the diet and that they weren't going to be getting you know their nutrients or vitamins and all that yeah um but i mean that's valid they see that they're thriving so yeah they really don't ask me anything it's else hard. yeah it's hard to argue when you see yeah. kids thriving yeah well that's good i um the few family members that i have mentioned this with and that i've spoken to like within person said well you can't force her to be, be vegan and you can't and i said yes i can and if she's not vegan when she grows up i'm disowning her that's a joke of course <laughs> i'm not disowning her but um there's definitely been some concern in my family too mm -hmm. um i think education is just you know what is needed okay i want to talk a little bit about your kids nutrition and what a typical meal looks like for them can you tell me what they eat on a daily basis so for breakfast we love doing oats mm -hmm. they love eating oats um we'll do lots of berries in it banana um super filling mm -hmm. um they also love tofu scramble mm -hmm. that's like one of their favorites mm -hmm. um and then pancakes yeah they always ask for pancakes so to make it healthier we we try to do like the banana banana and oat pancakes sometimes we'll do like the regular you know yeah um like flour flour pancakes like on the milk yeah yeah um so that's like for breakfast and then for like lunch or dinner um they love mac and cheese mm -hmm. and i do like a cashew based uh sauce mm -hmm. and and i'll add uh carrots and potato onions and nutritional yeast and they love it like that sounds so good. they go back for seconds yeah um so yeah they ask for that a lot we do a lot of pastas, like um, just like tomato sauce. Yeah, I'll throw in like lentils in the in the sauce to give them more, you know, vitamins and nutrients and all that. Right now that you mentioned um, cashews, I want to um, put a pause on this really quick and ask you about food allergies. Mm -hmm. Do your girls have any food allergies? No, luckily okay. they don't. So my toddler did have a cashew allergy when she was a tiny, tiny baby and just mm -hmm. a few months old. But it went away so now mm. she's able to have like the cashew oh, um, awesome. cheese sauces and the cashew mm -hmm. milk yeah and she actually loves cashews so much she just mm -hmm. eats them by like the handful so do my girls yes. yeah so it can be a little bit tricky if your kids have you know some food allergies but make sure before you start you know going into giving them the nut milks and um all that sort of stuff to maybe get them tested or try out tiny little amounts yeah since um, Athena's dad and myself, we don't have any food allergies. We assumed she didn't either. And then we found out the hard way that she was very allergic mm -hmm. to cashews and we ended up in the hospital. But she outgrew it and she's totally fine with it now. So um, if you're going to change your children on a vegan diet, I would say just um, test some things out first mm -hmm. before going like, you know, full force and giving them a whole glass of cashew milk. Yeah. Just um, be, be, be safe with it. A lot of the foods or like sauces have cashews in it yeah. like cashew base yeah so yeah definitely double check that yeah and don't be discouraged if they have some allergies to nuts or um to uh soy because they will grow out of it the majority of the time with uh kids as they get a little bit older they completely grow out of those um allergies and they're able to have the foods you know perfectly well and even if they have some food allergies to nuts or um soy there's plenty of other stuff that they can have right yeah so don't be don't be discouraged okay and then for dinner what's a typical dinner look like for them oh uh, we do rice and beans mm -hmm. i mean simple meals as well yeah um can't go wrong with that mm -hmm. and then snacks what's a typical for snack? snacks they love chips i mean <laughs> i mean they, i still allow junk food mm -hmm. i mean vegan junk food yeah um in moderation you know but 
I still I still want them to feel like they're kids, you know. Yeah. Feel like they're eating what kids eat, you know. Do you feel like even their vegan junk food is healthier though than like normal junk food? I think so. I definitely believe so mm -hmm. because my kid eats like these um, alphabet shaped cookies that are made out of sweet potatoes mm -hmm. and like quinoa and yeah. they have beets and carrots, but they taste like regular like gingerbread cookies, mm -hmm. but they're made out of vegetables. So even the vegan snacks that are like junky are actually still kind of healthy. Mm -hmm. Well, there are also a lot of like the accidental vegan junk foods. Yeah. So, I mean, those aren't that healthy, but I mean, there's always the, the healthier alternative. Yeah, and For it's sure. mind-blowing to me how many vegan snacks there actually are at the grocery store. Mm -hmm. There's so many options. We have definitely had to cut back on wanting to try all the yeah, new stuff so many. because we've gone overboard and just have yeah, like... It gets expensive too. It does, yeah. But the best snacks really are the same things we keep going back to, which are like bananas and apple mm -hmm. slices and frozen yeah. berries and... Um, we make um, sweet potato muffins, mm -hmm. the oatmeal banana pancakes that you mentioned. We have that 90% of the time for breakfast oh. and, and for snacks. We sheet some cold, like yeah. in a yeah, container. Her container. <laughs> it's her favorite thing. They're so good. So yeah, we do a lot of like the hummus and like veggies. Mm -hmm. uh, I'll bite pita bread and then just put in the air fryer and just yeah. kind of toast them up a little bit. And they love dipping that in, in hummus too. Oh, that sounds good. Mm -hmm. I'm getting hungry. <laughs> okay. And then um, I also wanted to ask you about supplements. Do your kids take any supplements? So we t we take B12. Mm -hmm. As a family, we take B12. Um, vegan or not, you should be taking a B12 because, yeah. I mean, a lot of people are deficient anyways in yeah. B12. No one gets enough whether you eat animals or not because B12 doesn't come from animal sources. It comes from the dirt. The animals yeah. eat it from the dirt and then it gets passed on to you know it's to you through your diet but even even if even if you eat animal protein sources you're still not getting enough um, b12 because it's being you know um it has to go through the animal first before it gets to you mm -hmm. so everyone should be supplementing with uh b12 right yeah yeah aside from that do they take any other supplements uh, i do i get them uh, a multivitamin mm -hmm. um it's like an organic one it's i don't know if you've heard of mary ruth's it's, it's really clean, um, so they take the morning and then the nighttime um, mineral. Mm -hmm. We also do a lot of smoothies, and I like to add uh, like the green powders, like barley grass juice powder, yeah, and Hawaiian spirulina, which are just loaded in vitamins and nutrients. Yeah. So um, they get a lot of like iron from that too. Mm -hmm. So I mean, I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure that they're getting all their vitamins there too. I talked about this on social media the other day that your baby can literally taste what you're eating while they're still in the womb right because yeah. what you know the mom's diet flavors the amniotic fluid so the baby will get a taste of whatever mom is having and i think um that's the reason why she loves green juice so much because i had so much of it while i was pregnant even though i wasn't fully vegan yet and um since she started having solid foods and she's been having you know avocado and beets and she's been having like um, spinach purees and all these things she's just continued this um, this having a really good um, palate she just eats everything mm -hmm. so I think if you want your children to eat their vegetables put them on a plant-based diet as yeah. soon as you can and their taste buds will transform and they'll they'll be healthier they won't be picky eaters so I want to ask you a little bit more about um, your oldest daughter Sophia and how she's doing in school since you know food does come up a lot in schools there's birthday parties there's 
um, school activities um, and just a lot of things that revolve around food and it's hard to navigate this as a, as a child especially when you're a very small child and you know you haven't been uh, raised vegan from the very beginning she's only been vegan for what two years three years three years yeah. so it's not that much time especially for a child you know right. to, to get um, fully adjusted to this how do you how is she doing with with uh, the diet change she's been doing very good mm -hmm. um, with school I I mean the first year was a learning experience I think mm -hmm. so when, whenever they would have, you know, when her classroom would have like a class party or, you know, parents would bring in cupcakes and pizza. I mean, I would teach Sophia, you know, that has meat and dairy or, you know, it has eggs in it. Mm -hmm. um, if you if you still want to have it, like just, just know that it has that. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I believe once or twice, like she's she's come back and said, yeah, I had a cupcake. But I mean, I also didn't want to be too uh, restrictive with her mm -hmm. to where she might rebel against that, mm -hmm. you know. So what do you do in instances where have there been um, situations where there's been a pizza party or like a birthday cake and she can't partake? Does she just sit it out or what happens in that situation? So I usually when, you know, her teacher usually sends like an email when there's going to be a party. So I usually try to pack her a little cupcake from like a vegan bakery or we'll go to Whole Foods like the day before and make sure I pack it in her little lunchbox. So if she does want to, you know, partake in that celebration, like she could just get it out. Mm -hmm. um, sometimes we don't pack anything and she's fine with not having it. Mm -hmm. So she she's very aware, you know, of what's vegan and what's not. Mm -hmm. So I don't really have an issue with her. If she, if she chooses to, you know, have that cupcake, um, I mean, I don't get mad at her. I, I never... Um, say no to her mm -hmm. so I want to empower them um, to be able to make their own decisions yeah yeah that's um that's one of the things I'm I'm wondering about later in life when my you know toddler is old enough to be in these situations and if she wants to partake in something that's not vegan how I'm going to handle that situation although she's such an animal lover and she's you know she's been vegan since birth so I think she'll fully understand and like grasp you know the ethics behind veganism and and be hopefully like this badass little kid that's like that's not vegan i'm not having it <laughs> but i don't know i can't see for sure because sometimes kids feel pressure when there's you know their mm -hmm. friends are around or when other kids are around and they're in the in the minority you know mm -hmm. so i can't say for sure if she'll have that temptation and if she does i don't want to get angry with her and you know make her feel like she did something bad but I also want her to stick to, you know, our ethics. Yeah, I feel like that's one of my husband's biggest concerns is that, um, you know, she's going to be feeling left out or that there's going to be bullying because mm -hmm. of her, you know, different way of eating. Mm -hmm. um, but she's been doing awesome. Like, she loves being vegan. Mm -hmm. She knows, you know, like pizza. It's it's so obvious that it has meat and dairy in it, so she mm -hmm. knows it's not vegan. Mm -hmm. uh, with, like, pastries or, you know, sweets, it's a little bit harder to... At first, it was a little bit harder to um, teach her, you know, this has milk and dairy, or, I mean, dairy and eggs. Mm -hmm. But she knows now. 
So you mentioned bullying. Has she received any type of bullying or any has she come home and like tears about, you know, any issues with her um, diet or has it been pretty smooth sailing so far? It's been pretty smooth. Oh, she she's so aware and she she just does not want to eat anything that's not vegan that's good yeah so it seems like she's very she's very um, headstrong yeah, yeah yeah that's good okay so then she has non-vegan friends and mm -hmm. she's able to like go to parties outside of school and like have sleepovers and do things like that then right and yeah like, it's not an issue yeah she has i mean all her friends from school are not vegan she's the only vegan kid oh wow okay. um although we did see a car at the pickup line that had like a vegan logo on it so yeah. i was like oh my gosh like there's another there might be another vegan kid in your school yeah and she got pretty excited about that that is pretty exciting yeah you're not the only one <laughs> speaking about school and your daughter's a little bit older now has she had school field trips to like a zoo or an aquarium yet actually last year her class had a field trip for mm -hmm. uh to um world mm -hmm. hold on i don't want to interrupt you but i just want to say the reason i'm bringing that up is because um as ethical vegans which we both are now we don't really consider those places vegan institutions because they do exploit animals so you know a lot of vegans um that are vegan for ethical reasons don't really participate in zoos circuses aquariums those types of places that um, exploit animals so that's the only reason I bring it up, but please continue. So she had a field trip, you said, to... Their class trip was um, to SeaWorld. To SeaWorld, mm -hmm. wow, okay. It was like their end-of-the-year school field trip. Mm -hmm. um, and she brought it home, and she's like, here, Mommy, and she's like, I know, I, know I'm, I don't want to go because this is, you know, we don't agree with this. Oh, wow. So and she brought it, she, she told yeah. you. She, 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 she already it. knew that she wasn't going to be taking part of it yeah at all so she was like yeah i know i i, I understand we we don't you know go to sea world or mm -hmm. zoos and all that mm -hmm. but she wasn't sad about it like she understands why we don't go to those places yeah so she's fully aware of the like animal exploitation and like the, mm -hmm. the reason why she yeah i try to explain to her why why it is that we don't you know go to mm -hmm. zoos and because when when she was younger i did take her to the zoo mm -hmm. um and she did ask me mm -hmm. you know it's it's been brought up yeah why we don't go to zoos anymore so that's one of the things that um i think his dad and i talked about because i grew up going to an aquarium very often we always went to the monterey bay aquarium it's a very famous aquarium Same. yeah it's beautiful and it was my favorite it was one of my favorite yeah, places it's to so go beautiful, but yeah we we don't do that anymore yeah and i mean i'm fine with that mm -hmm. and i just i try to teach my kids now why we don't go to those places and mm -hmm. we just don't we don't agree with that anymore we we yeah. see things differently now and uh we know that these animals are being used for mm -hmm. uh entertainment mm -hmm. purposes and we it just doesn't align with our our beliefs anymore yeah and it's still it still kind of pains me that i don't get to you know take her to places like this because i grew up and it's it a was tradition a happy, yeah. yeah it was a tradition it was like a really happy memory but it's not um you know the animals being exploited that far outweighs tradition tradition yeah. means nothing if there's abuse happening you know right. you don't want to keep supporting the tradition that's abusive so what we did recently is we took her to the natural history museum 
um, in California, in uh, LA, and they had a movie about, it was a documentary about um, underwater animals, like sea animals, and it's just, you know, that's another way that they can experience the animals um, in the ocean and be able to see all the different species and learn about fish and just learn about all these aquatic animals mm. without having to participate in exploitation. So that's what we're doing now is, you know, showing her through um, videos and taking her to animal sanctuaries. Mm -hmm. We have a couple visits planned to take her to animal sanctuaries where she can actually, you know, um, touch these animals and um, learn about them in a, in a gentler way, yeah. you know, because if there, if you go to places like a sanctuary and the animals are not doing well, then the people can't come in and you, you know, they'll, they'll, um, close admissions mm -hmm. or they'll take away the animal for their own safety and well-being because they don't want to overwhelm the animal or if the animal is sick, they don't want you, you know, around it, of course. Mm -hmm. So it's a little bit, well, it's a lot more, um, gentle and ethical yeah. as opposed to going to a zoo where they're forced to stay there, you know, for their entire lives and not really know um, their natural habitat or be able to run free. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, um, I've been meaning to take my girls to a sanctuary. Mm -hmm. I've been kind of waiting until Mila was a little bit older. Mm -hmm. Um, and I feel like it's, it's time for yeah. them to experience that. We took Athena, um, about six months ago to one here in Las Vegas and she liked it. She was a little afraid of the bigger animals, mm -hmm. but she liked the chickens. She found them very amusing. <laughs> she liked the birds. Um, there was like a camel and some llamas. She liked those. But after a while, she was like, I'm ready to go home. I'm mm -hmm. done. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was, it was overall a really good experience. And um, the good thing about going to animal sanctuaries is that you're supporting them mm -hmm. because a lot of, you know, the... Um, because the funds that they charge for admission go directly to helping the animals. Yeah. So it's a, just overall a better thing to do. So I think we already covered this, but I'm going to ask you just to ask the question. Um, are your kids ever allowed to cheat on their vegan diet? So we don't call it cheating, but if they accidentally eat something that's not vegan, I just take it as an opportunity to educate them and explain to them like, you know what you had was not vegan like mm -hmm. i think a couple days ago sophia got like um a gummy bear mm -hmm. and without even asking me she just ate it mm -hmm. and i was like oh, okay well you know that gummy bear has gelatin mm -hmm. and gelatin you know it comes from bones animal bones so yeah. what did she say when you told her that she's like oh like okay yeah you like, know oops Okay. yeah <laughs> all right so overall how do you feel like your kids are doing on their vegan diet my kids are thriving like i believe i think sophia has gained more weight mm -hmm. you know she's put on more weight you know since she's gone vegan like she mm -hmm. used to be like even skinnier mm -hmm. she has a fast metabolism so she's more on the skinnier side yeah but um yeah they're they're thriving yeah. on a vegan diet um they're doing really good. They yeah. love being vegan. They, Mila loves saying she's vegan. She lo she loves asking, <laughs> she loves asking if everything's vegan. We'll go to Whole Foods and if they're giving out snacks, she'll be like, "That's vegan," and you know if it is, she she gets so happy and <laughs> yeah, it just makes her day. 
Yeah, um, I I remember you telling me that she loves to ask if specific people are vegan. She'll ask you if your friends are vegan, yeah. if her dad is vegan, her family members are vegan. Yep, sure. <laughs> yeah, she asks if everybody's vegan. Yeah. Um, and I mean, it's normal because she's, you know, kids ask a lot of questions, you know, and yeah. and when I tell her, you know, yeah, she's vegan, like she gets so happy, like she, you know, she loves seeing other kids who are vegan just like her. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I'll um, put like YouTube videos of other vegan kids and, you know, they love seeing other vegan kids, you know, because they're just like them. Yeah. So when it comes to the... Um like the animal activism and um, you know the ethical side of being vegan, not just the health side. Are they aware of the of like what goes on and say like um, animal agriculture and what that process mm -hmm. is like, or have you kept them away from that so far? They know for um, they know from a certain extent of what happens. Um, Mila, I haven't really went into too much detail. She knows that you know animals die for us to eat. She's only three and a half, right? She, yes, okay. three and a half, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, Sophia, I remember I had shown her a video online about, um, it wasn't graphic or anything, but uh, I'm sure you've seen it, like when they the they take away the, the mom cow, yeah. or the baby cow, and then the mom yeah. follows and tries to like go after it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've shown her that, and that, that made her sad. Mm -hmm. And she started crying, and that wasn't my intention, but, yeah. you know, she has the biggest heart, and... Was that recently that you showed that to her? This was maybe, I think, last year. Okay, mm -hmm. so she was, like, seven then. Yeah. Seven. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm trying to decide with my own toddler when is the right time to show her, you know, of course, not the graphic videos, but show her some information and show her you know, this is why we're vegan because I do want her to learn the ethical side of it. Yeah. Because for us, that was the primary reason for going vegan. And I want her to be aware of that so she can, you know, learn that this is a lifelong uh, lifestyle. It's not just a diet, it's a whole mm -hmm. lifestyle. And we stick with it because it aligns with our ethics that of being compassionate and kind people to every kind, not just, you know, humans. Mm -hmm. So um, I'm definitely taking note of what other parents do so I can know what to do when it's yeah. Athena's time, you know, to start learning about the ethical side. We also um, read books on veganism, like uh, Ruby Roth's Why This Is Why We Are Vegan, I believe is the title. Mm -hmm. um, it shows all, you know, the cruelty side of, of um, animal agriculture i don't know that book i'm gonna have to look at that one up. that's really good we do have one book that athena is obsessed with it's called tea veg reg it's about a dinosaur that eats vegetables do you have that one no but i think you were telling me about it and they, i've been yeah. meaning to get it for mila because she loves dinosaurs it's so good it's about <laughs> a vegetarian dinosaur and i mean they don't mention dairy but they, he says he's vegetarian not vegan and athena is obsessed with it she thinks it's amazing that this dinosaur eats vegetables like she does <laughs> So that's, so that's cute. always on rotation for bedtime breeds. Okay, I want to shift gears a little bit and ask you about the nutrition for your kids. Do you, have you felt any worries about their nutrition and about their health? Or do you feel like you're, they're doing really well and there's no need to kind of worry about, you know, all the things that they say vegans are deficient with, like vitamin B12? and um, protein and all these things that we're supposed to be deficient in. Do you ever worry about that or is it is it not too much of a no, concern? No, it's not really a concern for me because I know I'm giving them a lot of, you know, 
nutrients in the food that we're eating. Mm -hmm. um, we, I mean, I try to feed them. I try to feed them an abundance of fruits and vegetables, mm -hmm. um, and then also they do a lot of smoothies. So I know they're getting the vitamins. And speaking about um, eating more fruits and, and vegetables, do you feel like they're better eaters? Um, yes. Especially Sophia now as opposed to before? Yes, yeah? way better. They, okay. they eat a lot more vegetables now and they're actually, they like eating it. Mm -hmm. as, as to before, they, you know, Sophia was just kind of like, yeah. I don't want to eat this, you know, vegetable. Or, but Sophia loves broccoli. I mean, both girls love broccoli. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, they they eat vegetables every single day yeah that's how mine is too she asked me when we're at the grocery store to buy broccoli and it, it makes me think of mila because one of the first times i think that we went on a play date she was eating broccoli wherever we went i don't remember where it was but she was eating broccoli like like she couldn't get enough of it and i was like that's pretty cool <laughs> i don't see that very often and then she asked you for lettuce another time like not that long ago we were we were eating somewhere and she said she wanted to eat lettuce we were we, were, we weren't even at a restaurant i think and I got a snack out for Athena and she had said, mommy, can I have some lettuce? As if you just like carry lettuce <laughs> yeah, everywhere you we, go. We snack on lettuce here and there, but yeah, she's, I mean, she can eat a whole cucumber if I gave it to her. You know, yeah. she loves fruits and vegetables. Yeah. Um, but yeah, their eating habits have improved so much. I mean, Mila has always been on mainly whole foods mm -hmm. since she was, you know, six months. What would you like people to know most about raising kids vegan? I want people to know that children can thrive without eating animals. Mm -hmm. They can get their protein. They, you know, you don't have to worry about being deficient in protein because plants have protein. Mm -hmm. And also, this lifestyle will just benefit them. You yeah. know, I mean, it benefits everybody. It, does. it helps fight disease. Um, you're helping the planet and the animals, mm -hmm. and it's just a win-win. Okay, I don't know if this has happened to you, but. When I've been out and about just randomly, people have found ways to criticize our vegan diet in the most random ways, like at the grocery store or at restaurants. Um, have you experienced that at all with you, with you personally or with your kids? No, it's never been negative. Mm -hmm. um, I think if anything, it's more positive because mm -hmm. they see my kids eating vegetables and yeah. they're kind of shocked that they're eating vegetables. Yeah. <laughs> so no, I don't, I don't think I've received any criticism in a bad way like that yeah that's um that's one thing that that's another question that i would get often from people on my social media is um how to deal with like criticism from other people i've received um a decent amount of um negative criticism but most of it has been positive mm -hmm. most you know positive comments about my child being so good about eating her vegetables as if it's something like abnormal yeah. or to us it's like she's just eating her food like yeah. it's not eating her vegetables that's just like her food she's just eating her dinner um but i have had specific instances where people um hear me say that she's vegan and they say oh well not for long because then she's gonna go to school and her friends are gonna change her mind so um if anybody is experiencing that kind of just like random negativity mm -hmm. while they're out and about i just want to say the in the long term the positive comments will far outweigh the negative comments so yeah. if you get a little criticism like that don't feel like you know you're doing a bad thing or that the person's right in any way shape or form because you will get those negative comments mm -hmm. um it's just not going to be the majority of, of them over the long term you know yeah i mean 
I don't personally get this question, but I've I've heard it often like online or about that we're forcing our kids into something like a, this diet. So it doesn't make sense to me because the same thing can, can be said about the standard American diet. You know, aren't you forcing those beliefs onto your kids as well? So I think as parents, we just try to do the best you know, that we can for our children. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I definitely received, I received that comment from uh, family members about me forcing my child to be vegan and, um, you know, that I wasn't going to be able to do that forever. Mm -hmm. And I said, I'm not forcing her to, I'm just making an educated um, decision to raise her with an optimal diet. And mm -hmm. that's, you know, what the data shows. And if the data changes, then maybe we'll change our diets. Mm -hmm. But so far, you know, the most optimal diet for human health, according to the science, is a vegan diet. Yeah. So that's why we're following that. And just like you said, we, if you want to talk about being forced, we were forced to eat animal products right. our whole lives until we grew up and decided to think for ourselves. Mm -hmm. So um, it's kind of silly to say, you know, you're forcing your child to, to, to live this way or to eat this right. way when um, really like you said, as parents, we just try to do the best that we can, the best that we know for our kids and mm -hmm. for their health. Yeah, and I don't, I don't see it as forcing at all because I still give them the option. Like, mm -hmm. if you want to have that piece of cake, just know that it has this. So if you still want to have it, go ahead. And, what and I don't choose? make them feel bad about it at all, you know, yeah. and they always choose to not have it. Yeah, that's good yeah. because you're making, you're, you're helping them decide for themselves what their ethics are going to be mm -hmm. and you know the type of person that they want to be and then they always seem to choose compassion right so yeah as children i mean we're born compassionate mm -hmm. so i feel like that later on changes with uh what we're taught about meat and yeah. you know how meat is food yeah and we let others pressure us into changing our beliefs mm -hmm. and our ethics instead of being given options so that we can choose for ourselves. So you're teaching them to choose for themselves and to choose, you know, a compassionate um, option. Yeah. So we're winding down now and we're towards the end of the show. And I want to ask you two last things. Um, this podcast is called Conversations to Inspire. Can you tell us what inspires you? And that can be anything. It doesn't have to be what we talked about today. It can be anything your heart desires. I find inspiration in people who are passionate mm -hmm. about whatever it is that they do or they love. Mm -hmm. So I find a lot of inspiration in that. And lastly, where can people learn more about you or contact you if they want to connect? Well, I'm not too big on social media. Mm. I mean, <laughs> I don't have a big following, but I do post you know, vegan stuff, like vegan information, um, what I eat, and a lot of pictures of my kids being cute. <laughs> yeah. I feel like every time that I um, post a story with us, like on a play date or uh, just us having a girls' night, people, and I tag you, people always tap on your name to see who you are, like yeah. every time. And it's always like a really high amount of taps. Wow. Like everyone just <laughs> wants to know, like, who is this health conscious mama? <laughs> but yeah, Nelly is at the health conscious mama on Instagram. And um, are you on Twitter as well or no? No. Neither am I. <laughs> I have one, but I'd never do anything with it. So you can connect with her on Instagram at the Health Conscious Mama if you have questions about vegan parenting or if you just want to say hi or whatever it is. So we will see you guys on Instagram. Thank you, Nelly, so much for being my guest today. Thanks for having me. <laughs> All right. We'll, we'll see you guys next time.